Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Videocast. Hope you're having a good day today. Big week, big week, big week. Uh, wow. Uh, this is the biggest week of the summer. We talked about this yesterday. We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about going from oversold to overbought. Uh, no recession. No recession. Uh, last big rate hike coming this week. Uh, Covering the internals, what we're seeing in tech land. How money managers and fund managers are positioned is so incredibly bearish. And uh, talk about what's happening with earnings, of course, <clears throat> which are beating. And uh, I'll wrap today with my forecast. First of all, ugly day so far today. Controlled, but ugly. Uh, right now, the NASDAQ is leading lower down 200 points. Dow Jones down 170. And <clears throat> again, it's been a slow slide all day long. The VIX is actually up 7.5% today at 25. But again, look what's happening this week, right? Tomorrow's a big day. Fed meeting. You never know what Jay Powell is going to say. As a matter of fact, usually when he starts talking, the markets sell off. That's a high probability play, unfortunately. But this is starting to feel a little different because I'm going to tell you, I'll start today with what Warren Buffett said. We shared this with our folks this morning. And his quote is, I will tell you how to become rich. First, close the doors. Be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. That's a famous, of course, Warren Buffett quote, and it's held up over the test of time. Might, let me ask you, <clears throat> how, how do you feel? Are you fearful or are you greedy right now? How would you say most investors are positioned? Most money managers, fund managers, hedge funds, how are they positioned? We know how they're positioned. They have a ton of cash, by some metrics, the highest cash levels ever. They're under positioned in equities. They're short. Um, so is this a time to be greedy? You know, I think we'll know a lot more after this week. Um, I'll start by saying no recession. So let me talk about that. First of all, look, last month, <clears throat> as you know, we were aggressive buyers. Uh, uh, you know, it, it wasn't easy. Bottoms are, bottoms are always ugly. But we just shared all the data with you. It says this market's way too oversold. People are too bearishly positioned. And we expected to move higher in July. Well, we got that. It's been a very good June, uh, July. But as of Friday, on our VRA momentum oscillators, we hit extreme overbought. For the last 18 months, that has been the market tell. That's been the tell that you're going to reverse lower. And now and now we are. But I do think this time is going to be different from this point of view, that we're seeing a pattern of higher lows now. Uh, Ed Yardini was out today <clears throat> with a piece and on Bloomberg saying that he thinks the lows are in, that the June bottom marked the lows. Uh, that's what we were saying at the time. Uh, Marco Kalanovic at... Uh, uh, you know, chief market to, uh, watcher at, to, at J.P. Morgan, same thing. Uh, thinks that the market's already discounted a mild recession. He, he thinks the, the worst is already baked in the cake. I think that makes a lot of sense. Our favorite economist is Ed Hyman at Evercore. We talk about it all the time here. He sees no recession. Uh, I will say their technician, though, Rich Ross, is continues to be bearish at Evercore. And then finally, uh, Brian Westbury. I'm going to read something from Brian Westbury from yesterday. Tyler talked about this in a podcast yesterday. I think it's important. You know, everybody's worried about uh, our, our, uh, our uh, GDP uh, on Thursday, right? If we get another GDP report that's negative, of course, that meets one of the technical definitions of a recession. The White House started spinning it over the weekend, talking about the NBER and the, their definition of a recession. And believe it or not, this is one of those times I have to side with the White House. I, I think it's probably the first time I've said that since Biden's been elected, but they're right about this. Look, GDP is pretty much an outdated relic now from an economic point of view. The revisions, look, we're about to get a lot of revisions in GDP going forward. 
I expect that the first quarter GDP number is going to be revised higher out of recession territory. And I don't think, by the way, that Thursday's report is going to show a negative GDP. So I think it's I think it doesn't matter. I think we're not going to have a recession yet. We, we, the, this is what Brian Westbury uh, uh, at the Economist at First Trust had to say about that. Um, we think investors are paying much too much attention to GDP numbers. The U.S. is not in a recession, at least not yet. And, and here's how he says that. Industrial production rose at a 4.8% annual rate in the first quarter and 6.2% rate in the second quarter. These are the same things that Ed Hyman's been focused on. Unemployment is lower now than the end of 2021. Payrolls are growing at a monthly rate of 539,000. And um, he said, if we were already in a recession, none of this would be happening. And he's right about that. So we're not there. But I, he does believe we're headed into one. I think we are too, because the Fitch watch from the head down. I don't know how, with this guy as president and Team Biden in place, again, they, 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 they're not America lovers. They are uh, they're, they're essentially Great Reset World Economic Forum uh, losers and uh, communists at their heart uh, trying to destabilize and tear down America from within. Um, and <clears throat> I think there's almost no way we don't have a recession with this guy as president. And the Fed is hiking us into a recession as well. So, uh, But I think for now... The lows are in. I think the market's telling us that. Again, the semis had this massive move higher, 22% move higher in about a three-week time frame. And again, a clear pattern of, of, of higher lows. And it's now uh, at the uh, right, at, uh, it broke out above the 50-day. Now it's pulled back the 50-day. I think the semis are still the tell. If you're looking for one group to watch, it's SMH. It's the semiconductors. And also keep watching what's happening with the 10-year. If you've joined us here, we told you at three and a half percent of the ten years that 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 high we weren't going to go four percent, four and a half. It was not a lot of people were saying it. We were not. Of course, we never thought it'd go to three and a half percent either, but it did. Now the ten years falling back to two point seven eight percent. As of tomorrow, when the Fed hikes the the uh, uh, the uh, Fed funds rate, they'll, they'll hike by three quarters of a point. It won't be one, and that'll take the Fed funds rates to two and a half percent. Right there, folks. The Fed funds rates at two and a half percent. The ten-year is two point seven eight percent. You see how that that uh, th we're about to have an inverted curve there, and that's a clear sign that 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 something's wrong, right? And that the Fed has overplayed their hand, which they always do. They always do. For those that, that may not remember, and two thousand four, two thousand six, Tyler talked about this in the podcast yesterday too. The Fed hiked rates seventeen straight times from two thousand four, two thousand six. In case you're wondering or forgotten. How did we have that housing crash and financial crisis? The Fed caused it. 17 straight rate hikes from 04 to 06 forced housing into a complete meltdown. Well, we have to hope that Jay Powell is not going to be that careless. I believe, uh, and this is my forecast, that this will be the last uh, big rate hike. I think this will be the last rate hike period. Inflation is coming way down. You've seen it in, uh, across the board in all of our leading indicators, right? Uh, obviously, the 10-year is telling you right now that inflation has peaked. The dollar is coming down. And, of course, we've had this big correction in the stock market. So we have essentially talked ourselves into a recession. Animal spirits in this country are gone. Everybody we talk to, we talk to our clients all the time. Uh, to a person, they say, you know what? Business is actually pretty good, but nobody thinks it's going to stay good. So, again, a fish rocks from the head down. The mood in this country is horrible. We see it in all the consumer confidence uh, uh, surveys. 
So I think it's almost impossible we don't avoid a recession with this guy. But I'm just going to put this out there one more time because I am the eternal optimist and I have a good memory for history. Bill Clinton got shellacked in the midterms, right, lost 54 seats in the midterms, turned on a dime. Can Joe Biden do that? Because if he can, this market's ready to go. This economy is ready to go. Just take your boot off our throats. The American people will do the rest. Get out of our way. Just get out of our way. Stop trying to introduce the Great Reset and all these communist principles and get out of our way. And if you don't do it, we'll take you out of our way. And that's about to happen in November and then again in 24. So I think our best days are still ahead of us. Uh, and I'm very optimistic. But we have a battle on our hands, don't we? And as patriots, we have to keep fighting that battle and keep speaking up, which is what we do here. It's what you do where you are. We have to keep doing that. And uh, call, these, uh, call these traitors out when you, when you run across them. Because we are the big majority, folks. If we outnumber these fools a million to one, okay? And we know what happens when we can get America first strategies in place. You saw that happen in just a matter of months with Trump when he was elected, right? This country turned on a dime. Went from a GDP, it was barely at 2%, to 5% that happened in a year, okay? <laughs> Unprecedented. But we know it can happen again. And what I also like, and one of the reasons I, I do think the lows are in, certainly for most stocks, the stocks that we own, um, is that Amer Trump's policies are still in place. His, his, his America First policies, most of them are still in place. You know, uh, so uh, I think there's a lot of good news that people aren't talking about. We hear from our clients, people that are making a lot of money right now, right? Uh, even as so much of the country struggles because of inflation. So it is a, it's, a, it's a very nuanced and very complicated story. But we already had a bear market, right? We've had a bear market. I, I, I love what... Um, I'm jumping around a little bit here, but Ryan Dietrich uh, put out some good stuff yesterday that if we don't have a bear market and if we don't drop more than 30%, again, we've only fallen 24% at the lows for SP 100, then these tend to be very short-lived, right? They only last, these, these bear markets last just a few months, and then we're back moving higher in a new bull market. I, I really think that's the case here. I think the midterms are going to be a big wake-up call for the establishment and again, America, Patriot, we're going to win, folks. We're, I never bet against America. Never, ever, ever bet against America. I know I won't ever do that because we're the good guys and we're going to win. So again, my forecast, rate hike tomorrow will be the last one, period. I think it'll be the last rate hike. The economy is slowing that, ra that, that radically. Again, the Fed doesn't meet again until till September. Rates have clearly peaked. I think Thursday uh, after, the, after uh, 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 Powell's presser, I think the market goes higher. I think the market goes higher. Again, we've gone from extreme overbought, extreme oversold, to extreme overbought. That happened, okay? We're working some of that off now, but we are looking to buy into the Fed meeting. Uh, some of the positions we already own, looking to add to, uh, both for a parabolic options program and for VRA. Um, I think the market hits higher in the midterms and a year end. And I'll, I'll close with this. <clears throat> oh, I want to add one more thing on earnings. This is important. Everybody's like Walmart today, right? Walmart's earnings were terrible, right? Stock was down 12%. Now it's only down 7%. But the point I'm making is, is that by and large, earnings have been much better than people thought. Uh, out last night, of the, of the 116 companies that reported, 74%, SP of 100, 74% have beat uh, uh, earnings estimates and 65% have beat sales estimates by 9% growth on revenue, top line. That's not what people thought we were going to see this quarter. So we like to keep things in perspective. We like to listen to people we trust, uh, be it economists, etc. And we like to, to, to get a uh, kind of a feel for the, uh, the people of the country. And yes, 
We're talking ourselves into recession. Yes, animal spirits are gone, uh, but that can also turn on a dime. Uh, we just got to get rid of these fools that are in D.C. right now uh, and, uh, and let this country get back to doing what it does very, very well, which is build companies, hire people, and grow GDP. Just take your bit off our throat. Let us do that. Everything else will take care of itself. I think that's what's going to happen. All right, folks. Always appreciate you watching. Hope you're having a great day. We'll see you again at the close of our Viewer Investing Podcast. Other than that, see you back here again tomorrow about this time. Bye-bye.